I love her baby. Her baby is super cute. You're gonna love my baby. And even if we don't, we'll pretend to. I think I'd rather you be honest with me. Well. <laughs> if you don't like my baby, please, please tell me. Welcome to episode 102 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. My name is Chris Jensen, and I buy books for an independent bookstore. And I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. We are joined today by our newest cast member <laughs> in this drama that we call The Bookshelf. Um, dramedy. Dramedy. The bookshelf's a dramedy. Well, I meant drama, drama in the, like, theater. Oh, okay. Like, in that it's a production. That's fair. Um, so we're joined by our newest employee... Magalie. Hi. Magalie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And to the bookshelf. Thank you. So Magalie came on board the bookshelf probably two months ago. Yes. Um, to help us out during the holidays and to kind of get her feet wet and see if she might want to come on board more regularly. Uh, and then this January, she has decided to come on board full time as the manager. Yay! Pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've had a full time employee. It's <laughs> so exciting. It's so good. <laughs> she went to the bank and the post office today, and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so delightful. So, Magalie, give us a little bit of your background. Like, who oh, are you? Yeah. Why are you here? I don't know. <laughs> well, let's see. My background. So, I'm one of five children. Okay. Okay. I'm the middle child, and I'm the only girl. Mm. So, I have two older brothers, two younger brothers. Fearful symmetry. Yes. <laughs> so, I am both the... In a way, I'm like the middle child, the youngest child, the oldest child. Right. You're and all of the above. Yes. Mm. I've got to... I've had a lot of practice, and I feel like every aspect of that. Um, my parents are missionaries. Okay. So, I grew up traveling a lot. Um, I actually, when I was four, I moved to Senegal, West Africa. Okay. Lived there until I was 11. Came back to the States and was in complete culture shock. I can see why. (laughs) Definitely, yes. Um, When we got back, we thought we were going to go back overseas. We were in Pennsylvania for about two years while we were still deciding where we were going to go, and then my dad decided, we're going to stay in the United States, and we're going to move to Georgia. And we thought, what's Georgia? Like, who, who lives in Georgia? Right next to the Black Sea. Why did they pick Georgia? They picked Georgia because um, my dad basically got a promotion, Okay. and I think it was just the, the best spot for him Yeah. at the moment. So, of course, all of us kids were, you know... And culture shock. We were homeschooled. We were those kids. And so we moved to Georgia and then went to public school for the first time. <laughs> were you like Lindsay Lohan on Mean Girls? A lot of people ask me that. No. <laughs> I was not. You didn't have a decorative base for the no. <laughs> no. No. I, th- I feel like I almost wish I had been Lindsay Lohan. I was definitely more of like the quiet kid who mm-hmm. was struggling with understanding American culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've done a pretty good job though of adapting. You've caught up. I've caught up. It took me a while. <laughs> You're one of us now. I know. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks. Welcome to America. <laughs> yeah. um, 
I want to know a little bit, because I feel like when I interviewed you or when I talked to you, you and I actually met like a year or so ago, maybe? Yeah, when I first moved to Thomasville. Yeah, and I do love this story. I always try to think of my origin story with people. So, like, Chris has just rolled his eyes at me. I do. (laughs) I have two. I have very separate, subtle, but different facial expressions. What where was my that eyes one? go to different places on my face, but a roll, and I'll demonstrate for you. Sorry, listeners, goes, <laughs> I just looked down because I thought it was funny. But it was looks a, the same. It's not it the looks same. The, no, it, but it does look but the same. But it's not the same. <laughs> so what anyway, was that that you just said? Did? That, that was laughter. Okay. So jo- uh, Chris, Jordan, Chris just <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> um, I think I've called you my brother and my husband it's true. many times it's the, true. The, the very few men in my life um so chris i also have the same name as her dad right my mom the other day just called like she said chris but the way she said chris she also says to my dad and i was so confused That's so very confusing <laughs> here what is happening what is happening anyway uh, sorry origin story. so i love my origin stories with people so like when Chris and I, I have no recollection of, like, Chris coming to the bookshelf. I just remember interviewing him for his job, and, like, we sat at opposite sides of grassroots until I realized that was Chris. Which was, like, eight seconds. Right. So Chris <laughs> loves to say that wasn't awkward at all, but for me it was awesome. Because I had been sitting by myself and then realized, oh, the person I'm meeting is over there. And then when he, when you came your first day of work... You were standing outside the front mm-hmm. and like leaned against with your shades on, and I was like, "This guy's too cool to work here." Yeah, I'm is, not cool at all. I just is, have very sensitive eyes. <laughs> this is gonna last like two weeks before he's like, "Peace." A year and a half later, guys. <laughs> um, so one of the first things I remember about meeting you is Thomasville is so small, and I feel like when anybody of like a similar age moves to town, like I had customers coming in. Have you met? Have you met Magalie Kent yet? Have you met Magalie and Wes yet? Like Thomas just, just oh my constantly. Gosh. Yes. And I kept thinking, I, I don't know if I have <laughs> met them yet or not. And then um, you and Wes shopped at the bookshelf on like a very slow Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not even sure why we were open. I and we were both there. And I remember Chris and I were working. And I am constantly on a hunt for friends. I don't even, there's no casual way of saying that anymore. And you came and you and Wes were delightful and charming and you bought this huge bag of stuff and then you left and Chris and I realized you had delighted us so much that you guys had never even paid. <laughs> like, Chris chased you down the street. I was like, hey, guys, you, um, I totally remember pay. this because it was like, he, sh- like, we're, Wes and I are just walking and then we see Chris and he's like, sheepishly like you can tell he's like that's my kind of nervous (laughs) sheepish yeah it was like um he didn't pay (laughs) like his hands out and Wes and I were pretty mortified (laughs) we were like and because I had just gotten your number too that's right we had because this was also very funny to me that day I think you and I are uh Magalie you and I are both introverts and your husband I don't know but I feel like he might be an extrovert oh he's an extrovert and so (laughs) we were talking and like you and I had talked about doing something together or something and we were leap like I think you were we were parting ways and Wes was like um you guys should probably have each other's number that's Wes. That's my, that's my husband. And I was like, okay. Um, so tell us why you moved to Thomasville. Well, a lot of reasons. Um, so my husband, Wes, he is a, a cook slash chef. Mm-hmm. We were in Atlanta for a while. We were in Athens, Georgia before that. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to move to Atlanta because Wes got a really great job opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we lived there for three months and we found that Atlanta was a little too expensive for us. Mm -hmm. I was a preschool teacher. He was a cook Mm -hmm. at that time and we just really couldn't afford it. And on top of that, we found that Atlanta really stressed us out. Yeah. Um, We loved, like, we loved to visit Atlanta, but Mm -hmm. living there is just a completely different animal. So he got a job offer here in Thomasville. Mm -hmm. And I think if we were in Athens and he had gotten the Thomasville job offer, I think I would have said, uh, no, we're not moving to Thomasville. (laughs) Right. But being in Atlanta and just being, like, just drained of, like, finances and just energy... I was like, yes, Thomasville sounds amazing. <laughs> yes, you will have so, to So, and I had no idea what I was doing. We moved here. We lived with his uh, his parents. I was going to say, because he's from here, right? He's from here, yep. And it honestly, I think, is one of the best decisions we've ever made. Mm-hmm. It's very different from Atlanta. It is. You ought, you ought to is. be a little less stressed. I mean, it was definitely still culture shock, like yeah. you said. Um, which you're used to. Which, yeah. yeah. You, I'm, I've learned how to adapt. Yeah. Which is good. But, yeah, I mean, it's a small town. And I realize I've never lived in a small town. Mm-hmm. And so, like Annie said, people know that you're here. Yes. And it's wonderful and terrifying at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm learning to like it more and more every day, though. Mm-hmm. I think it just takes some time. Yeah. I, I think I think if you're maybe, I think if you're from Thomasville or you're from a small town originally, that might come really naturally to right. you. And often I'll talk to people who are from here and I don't think they, I don't think they know how hard it can be sometimes. I think you're right, yeah. Um, and for the rest of us who like are moving here, there's like a transition period. There where, is. Where we well, because there out. are expect, people mm-hmm. do have expectations. Yeah. Because they know you, and mm-hmm. they, you're just, you're, there's no anonymity here. Yes. Um, which is hard. Well, and it's hard when you're meeting a lot of people at once, mm-hmm. and there are lots of names being thrown at you, and I've had a lot of instances where I, I don't know someone's name, and I've called them, called them the wrong name, mm-hmm. and it's, you just learn to give yourself grace, and you're yeah. like, I don't, I don't know anyone. Right. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm doing the best I'm I can. Really, I really am. Well, they don't know your name either. <laughs> well, they, they some might. Of them, some of them do, though. People have come up to me and they're like, you're Magley, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And I have no idea who they are. That's more what I mean is people call you the wrong name. Oh, this happens all the time. <laughs> Tell us about your name because it's so beautiful. Thank you. Well, Magali is a French name. It's from the south of France. My Magali. Par- Magali. <laughs> <laughs> um, my parents lived in um, Aix-en-Provence for like maybe two years my dad went to seminary there okay Um, because they were missionaries in French cultures they said we're not going to go to seminary in America Mm. we need to learn yeah I think it was they're pretty brilliant I think it was a really smart decision and apparently it was the only name they could agree on that was boring do your siblings have like unusual names also not at all okay Alex Eric Magali Michael Andrew All right. That's, that is, that's really funny. Burden to place on a, on a baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Magali, from what they, because they had a friend named Magali, okay. Magali, and what Magali told them was that it is an old, it's from the old Provençal language. Okay. And so Magali is like a lullaby. So mm. ma, my Gali, beloved one. So it's my oh. beloved one. Oh, that's really that's, sweet. Yeah. Which, so nice. which I've learned. I've learned to like my name. 
Yeah. Even though people have no idea what they're hearing when they hear it for the first time. You mean Natalie. Natalie. I get that all the time. The bookshelf is Magdalene. Hi, Natalie. <laughs> That's okay. I feel like that even happens. I feel like Annie is fairly straightforward, and I can't tell you the number of people. Amy? Yeah. I yeah. get Amy all the time, mm-hmm. and I have all kinds of issues with that name because of Little Women, and it drives me nuts. <laughs> Every semester, some student writes my name Jensen, J-E-N-S-O-N, and I immediately fail them. <laughs> and and file a report to get them expelled from the school. No, you don't. I don't, but I could. <laughs> but he wants to. And I to. should, but because Jen's son is an abomination. <laughs> it's Jensen with an E-N. It's Danish. That's so funny. That's we all Danish. are so... Cool. I think we all... I take a very... I like... I love my name. Like, I take serious pride in my name. That's and good. so I think, yeah, we all kind of bow up when people... Well, I mean, it's your you identity. Are. Yeah, it's right. who you are. Yeah, and I know, but like Jordan, my husband, does not seem to to care. Yeah, like I mean, it just he just kind of lets it. Yes, go which Jordan truly... is this an introvert thing? Oh, I don't Whoa. know that we're being protective of our identities because other people don't know it from. It could from be from interaction. It could be well, and I think about even when I I chose to change my name when I got married, I chose to take Jordan's last name. That was very hard for me it was hard for me to change my name too when I got married yeah wow but Jordan's mom who is an extrovert did not understand that at all and I don't know if that's a mother you know son thing but like Hmm. I wonder if maybe it was not a big deal to her when she got married um but it was hard that was hard for me that was the name I've been known as my whole life and even still when a customer comes in and calls me Annie Sue I'm always like you know me you know me (laughs) You, (laughs) you know me a long time um, okay, so Magley, you have come on board the bookshelf. You are going to be our manager. You also have a passion, I think, for children's literature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that comes from maybe your work as a preschool teacher, maybe? Or yes. have you always loved children's literature? I mean, a part of me has always loved children's literature. I mean, I've always loved, like, Peter Pan. I just remember that was one of the books where I was like, wow, I really like this. Mm -hmm. I want to read it over and over again, Mm -hmm. which was kind of weird for me because I was, was, I'm an INFP. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time finishing things. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'll start a project and then I'll be like, I'll get to it later. And then I forget about it. (laughs) But with a lot of children's books, I I could start it. Mm -hmm. I could start them and finish them and Mm -hmm. just fell in love with them. Like Harry Potter, of course I loved, but that also... I think I also love certain children's books because it just reminds me of when I was growing up and like my brothers, my older brothers and my mom, they used to read to me all the time. And mm-hmm. so there is kind of this like nostalgia that goes, mm-hmm. goes along with it. But yes, I was a preschool teacher for about two years mm-hmm. and that really kind of made me fall in love with children's books again. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially, I guess. Do you have any favorite like children's picture books? Like, did you ever lead story time, or did you like what were your yes. favorite kids books from preschool? That that was kind of cool for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I love picture books. Yeah, they're so <laughs> fantastic, and really you forget. Good ones. Like, if you don't have kids, yeah. Like, I wouldn't know about picture books except that I've worked here for three years. Like, right, I would right, I right. wouldn't know new picture books. Mm-hmm. I would only know the ones from my childhood. But like, so one that I really fell in love with when I was a preschool teacher in Athens was we read Uni the Unicorn. Oh, fun. I've heard of that one. Which is, I thought it was very creative and just adorable. And it's about a unicorn who believes that little girls are real. 
Oh, oh cute. <laughs> and the kids just like reacted to it so well. Yeah. They just loved it. Yeah. And another another series, mm-hmm. you can kind of like a picture book series I fell in love with was George and Martha. The oh. the hippopotamus. Okay. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Hippopotami. Hippop- that's why I was like hippopotamus. Hippopotam- I'm waiting for Chris Come to on, Chris, weigh yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. <laughs> so there are four questions that we always ask everybody who comes on the podcast, and so now it's your turn to answer them. Uh oh. <laughs> so we're on a podcast. Do you listen to any other podcasts? Not really. That's okay. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I no. mean, I've of course I've listened to podcasts. Yeah. But I'm not. It's not your co- thing. Yeah, it's not my thing. And that's that's fine. Yeah, but I'm gonna get better at it. <laughs> it could be your New Year's resolution. That'll be my New Year's resolution. I do. I will say, podcasts have been. I'm almost sometimes worried that I don't leave enough silence in my life now mm-hmm. because I listen to podcasts. I hate getting ready in the morning, and okay. I also hate getting ready for bed. I hate those things. It feels like such a waste of my time. I just wish I could snap my fingers and be in bed. Um, so to make it better, I listen to podcasts and I listen to podcasts while I clean um, or I have Gilmore Girls going on in the background because mm-hmm. I've watched that before. Well, I, I feel like the podcasts that I have listened to have been more like things that my brothers have sent me mm-hmm. on just like religion. Mm-hmm. And that's really kind of the only thing I've Mm-hmm. I've listened to. Just and there's like so much recommend. more. I know. Well, what do you recommend? Reply All. Reply All is Chris's favorite, and it's probably one of my favorites, too. It's a podcast about the internet. Um, Ooh. But every episode's very different. The hosts are really charming and articulate and great. Shruti needs her own show. I love <laughs> I love This American Life. I like Heavyweight. Ooh, Heavyweight's really good. So good. Um, I've just started listening. I So I liked Serial. And I've heard of that one. Yeah, so I loved that. And another, like, murder mystery one. And I'm so intrigued because the murder is unsolved, and it's the most expensive unsolved case in Georgia, and it oh. took place an hour and a half from here. Oh. And it's called Up and Vanished. And I don't know that I love the quality of it all the time. Like, the audio isn't always great because he's, like, a, an amateur podcaster. But like, like us. Who am I to say? <laughs> yeah, like, who am I to judge? So I started listening to it on the recommendation of Jamie from the Popcast, which is a pop culture podcast I adore. And she recommended Up and Vanished. And now Jordan and I have listened to it and we're already planning like our miniature road trip to mm. go and see this small, creepy, creepy town where a murder happened. So super light, super fun. <laughs> um, I, that was one that actually the narrator is so ominous that I do not listen to that one by myself. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I'm normally not bothered at I all. I would probably love that one. But, yeah. If you want the creepy stuff kind of like that, I recommend Lore. Okay. Oh, yeah. Rebecca really liked um, Lore. I, I liked Lore, and then I hated Lore, and now I like Lore again. Okay. Um, oh, man. I, I, I don't so know. They're not all the same quality. Gotcha. Um, I like the storytelling. I don't think his historical research is always very good. Oh, that that could be hard for me. Um, but it's it's usually good. Okay. That's why, though, I think it's important when you listen to podcasts, 
I wish people would be very specific about which episode of mm-hmm, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, like, I loved the mystery show, but I would recommend you listen to the Britney Spears episode of the mystery show. And then the Jake Gyllenhaal. And then the Jake Gyllenhaal. And then the toast. They're all good, but I feel like you should start <laughs> at the Britney Spears one. I, okay. I understand that. So, like, I, but I just feel like there are podcasts and then there are specific episodes that, like, mm-hmm. hook you. And yeah. I do have, if anybody's interested, a Get Started on Reply All playlist that I made for my friend who is now an addict like me. So, see, that's nice. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. Email me if you want it. <laughs> so, um, the other question we ask is, what is a classic you have never read, but you wish you had? Hmm. I feel like I don't think I've actually ever read Watership Down. Ooh, I haven't either. Yeah. Me neither. And oh. I feel like I, I know it. Is this a staff resolution? But I... Staff book club. I'm dying to have staff book Whoa. club. Whoa. <laughs> Let's do Watership Let's Down. Do Watership I'm serious. Down. Okay. Febu- February. Yeah, give me a month. Yeah, me too. I gotta get through January. I gotta I get smart. into the rhythm of my semester. January's but weird. Okay. Let's do February Watership Down Dead Rabbits Reading Club. I'm so excited. <laughs> love it. This Done. is why I That's love great. the book. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love like um, And then we're gonna record a podcast. Oh yeah, that'd be perfect. Fantastic. Um... Okay, that's a good answer. Now we have a resolution. Uh, what is your favorite part about life in the South, especially after living everywhere? Ooh. This is hard. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. You know, the South, to me, is so complex. <laughs> and I think that's what I like about it. To it, me, like, the South is very... It's very gritty, and it's very real. Like, if you actually look at the history and if you kind of talk to everybody in the south it's it's pretty intense yeah you know and but there's some really good things about that too like the people are really really nice Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's hiding something yeah exactly and sometimes that you don't really know what's actually going on with people and there's so much complexity and even just the you know the South has a history of a lot of racial tension, mm-hmm. and that is still a really interesting thing to see kind of, it's mending, mm-hmm. it's getting better. But to see how long it's kind and of taken, it's, or to see how mm-hmm. recent, like I know just little things, and this is going to sound so silly, but like even when Jordan and I watched Selma, the movie, and we went to college in Montgomery, yeah, um, we watched that, and I just kept whispering to Jordan, like, that movie was fantastic but I kept whispering to Jordan like Jordan that was not long ago yeah like that was 40 years ago exactly like it just blow. like sometimes that's what blows my mind is okay no wonder things feel like mm-hmm. they're taking a long time, long time because it didn't happen very but long then, ago <laughs> those moments where you see this just like these diverse people who are getting along mm-hmm. and who are like neighbors and who are helping each who other are out, making it work who are making it work that is really amazing i don't i don't think you appreciate it unless you really kind of understand mm. the nuances the nuances yeah it's very nuanced i feel like that was a very negative like, almost like <laughs> i think it's one of the best responses we've ever but gotten I that really, question it was very thoughtful and true i've, yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot actually just yeah. because i think being an outsider mm-hmm. and coming in <laughs> yeah you're you're kind of like, oh my gosh, wow. You this see is a an lot amazing more. place, but wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see There's a lot, lot more because you're not as biased, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then our last question: What are you reading right now? So I'm kind of reading like a lot of things right now. You're welcome. This is also an INFP thing and a bookshelf thing. Um, okay. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's reading. An IM thing. It, it might be. Yeah. I'm reading um, Margaret. 
the first okay. that's out there, okay. Margaret of Cavendish. And I also got a book on the early church fathers oh, that my brothers gave me. Um, oh, that's right. Which, Don't talk to Jordan Jones. You'll, yeah. you'll be stuck in conversation forever. <laughs> and it's it's fascinating. It's like very, very short chapters, and mm-hmm. they're just about, you know, the church fathers who were, you know, discipled by the apostles. And it's oh, like, like, oh. Polycarp origin, yeah. those guys, yeah. And, you know, for me, I I never knew they existed. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, wow, this is very rich. Yeah. yeah. This is cool. Isn't that funny that so many of us, like, we grew up not even knowing those people yeah. were real. <laughs> I kind of feel like I missed out. Yeah. They're fascinating. Mm-hmm. I have stories about origin, so we can talk later. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, and I think I, I'm probably reading a lot. Oh, I so there is one book I've been reading for like a year. It's called Our Magnificent Bastard Tongue, and it is about the English language. Mm. And it is mm. so interesting. It's fascinating. I mean, English really is the most bastardized language. Oh, I, mean, I, I mean, can talk about that literally forever. But it's, <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's a really cool book. You read, you and Chris, I feel like, have a lot in common. I think so. This think is so. cool. Uh, I feel like a proud, not mother, <laughs> older sibling. Older sibling. I like that. Synergy. <laughs> Um, Magalie, we are so glad to have you at the bookshelf. We are thrilled to have you on the podcast, and I'm sure we will be doing this again. Sounds like we might be doing Staff Book Club. Staff Book Club. So. So excited. We are too. You can find full episodes of From the Front Porch on iTunes or on our store website. That's www.bookshelfthomasville.com. And say hi to Magalie on our social media. That's at bookshelftville on Twitter and Instagram. And if you have questions or comments about the podcast, send them to me, inventory at bookshelfthomasville.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week.